Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Nick Frazier Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Frazier. We're back. It's it's all back. The NFP Picks is finally back. Did not do week zero, nor did I do week one. Uh, just had some stuff go on. Had to work on the weekend. Didn't have enough time to edit them down. So count this NFP Picks as week one. Uh, I guess you could say the first two weeks for me were preseason. Get the get the betting kinks out the way, but it's finally here. College football is back. NFL football is back. You got Champions League soccer, all domestic league soccer. MLS is kind of coming to a wrapping up end there. Their season normally ends around October, November. The MLB is starting to come to an end. It's finally near playoff season for the MLB. Uh, you know, my favorite team, the St. Louis Cardinals, are. Top of the NL Central, so we'll see where that ends up, you know, finishing out. Is Albert going to get 700? Is Aaron Judge going to pass the Yankee franchise record? I don't know. We're going to have to see what the home run records are going to pass. But, uh, yeah, we're here talking about college football today and also NFL football in the coming days for the weekend. So, yeah, let this be the perfect podcast for you to listen to to get your picks in for the weekend. Uh, starting off, we'll go with college football. I got some decent plays here. I will say not a lot of action for the most part. I mean, I have a seven-leg risky parlay if you want to tail it. that We'll get to that here in a minute. But the consistent picks, I feel like we're, you know, the safest. Uh, the one I, first one I want to start out with is Alabama. Uh, Alabama started out with a 20-and-a-half-point spread. I have honestly think they could easily cover it. They're playing Texas at Texas. Uh, you know, Texas, they always have that we're back movement, whatever. Yeah, they're definitely back. Uh, back taking all the crap. I mean, I, I really don't think they can, they can you know, finish off Alabama. I, I mean, if, we, if you all saw the first week with Alabama playing Utah State, the spread was 42 and a half for the full game. Alabama covered that by halftime. I think it was like 41 to nothing or something. Uh, it was close to covering the, f- the full game spread. So I am very confident in Alabama just dogging Texas in this game. I think they can cover the regular spread at 20 and a half. That line was at minus 108. I do believe it's now at minus 110. Uh, a few points there, but nothing too you know concerning. Uh, I took the alternate spread at 13 and a half. I got that number at minus 225. It's now jumped to minus 230. So you're losing a little value there. Not much to really worry about. Again, if you're putting it in a little small parlay like I am. Uh, another pick that I loved when I saw it was USC at the regular spread was at six and a half. And now the regular spread has now jumped to seven and a half at minus 115. I got the alternate spread at minus four and a half at minus 182 when the initial spread was at six and a half. So you can now get that line at minus 205 at four and a half alternate spread. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of kind of lost its value just a tad bit. But if you're going to parlay it, I don't think you're going to be missing out too much. And lastly, a local pick to all the Vol fans out there, the, the GBOs. I have Tennessee just wiping down Pittsburgh up and down the field. Like, I feel like this game's going to be, it's going to be a fun one to watch. One, I'm a big fan of Josh Heupel's fast-paced offense, as everybody else is in America. But the way he's able to just work the offense so efficiently and just, you know, 
make the defense keep guessing and not be able to get your substitutions in in time. Like, it's genius. And the fact that he's able to get his players well-conditioned for that style of offense is perfect. I think Hendon Hooker is, you know, starting to flourish as that top quarterback in the nation, honestly. I think he's one of those little uh, those sleeper picks that could be honestly flying under the radar for maybe a Heisman, maybe some sort of quarterback award in the near future for this season. So we'll have to see there. But the spread on that game is 6.5. I got it at minus 108. It's now at minus 112. Again, you're not missing much value there. If you parlay all three of those in my alternate parlay with the two alternate spreads, you're getting plus 325. Uh, So it's decent value there. I mean, you could wager whatever unit you want, but I normally just use an example of $10. So $10 could win you... $32.50 $32.50 roughly, um, but you know that's that's solely up to you. If you want to do the regular uh, three-leg parlay with the, not the alternate spreads, taking it for face value on whatever spreads are out there, it's plus $5.93. So you could end up putting $10 down and winning $59.30. I mean, it's up to you however you want to play it. You could put $25 on it and you could you know win a little bit more cash. Like I said, it's a pretty safe parlay in my opinion. There's not a lot of individual bets out there that I like personally. I know a lot of people out there like to just place, you know, a $20, $30 wager on just a single bet. By all means, you do you. But personally for me, I think this is probably the safest way to do things. Uh, I, I know a lot of people don't like parlays. I love parlays. If you've listened to this podcast before, you know that in the NFL segment of the NFP picks, there's a thing called the NFP 1K parlay where you put a dollar down and you win 1K or more. And uh, yeah, so that hit last season and looking forward to having that hit again this season. But carrying on with college football here, we're going to get to the risky parlay. And that's where I have about seven legs in this one. And the outcome is $10 when 427. So you want to pay attention to this little parlay here. Uh, The first leg obviously is Alabama on the alternate spread at 13 and a half. The alternate spread that I took, you have Penn State minus 24 and a half versus Ohio. A lot of people are not too high on Penn State after the Purdue game. Um, You know that you could take that for what it's worth. I personally saw Penn State. Yeah, they struggle from time to time, but you have to just put into consideration. It was a conference game. It's going to be tight regardless. So if you look at it that way, I feel like playing Ohio, you, you're not going to be going up against a, a big matchup there. Um, I personally think that, you know, Penn State's defense, it has a lot to prove. And when I mean a lot to prove, I mean they're pretty good. I think the national media and, you know, the national spectators are going to watch this game and be like, oh, wow, like, Penn State's going to destroy Ohio on the defensive side of the ball. So I'd keep your eye out for that game. The spread's at 24.5. There was no alternate spread. Uh, I'd probably take an alternate spread at 17.5 or, you know, 13.5, however you look at it. Um, if that spread is out there for an alternate spread, uh, I'd take it. Uh, but I took the 24.5, like I said, risky parlay. Let's do it. Um, UNC, North Carolina, they their spread is minus 6.5. Going up against Georgia State. Uh, Georgia State, you know, they went up against South Carolina in week one at South Carolina versus Spencer Rattler. I thought they played pretty decent. Uh, You know, South Carolina struggled a little bit on the first couple drives. Um, The one thing I recognized when South Carolina was playing is that they kind of used a lot of RPO schemes in the first two drives, and that kind of threw Georgia State 
State on for a little bit of a, a roller coaster ride. So keeping the defense off balance, uh, I think this shouldn't be an issue. If Mac Brown can get this offense, you know, working well, but the main issue for North Carolina is their defense. I mean, if you saw the App State UNC game, that was wow, that was a, a barn burner. That was a back and forth touchdown after touchdown on each drive. It was. Basically, no defense was being played. Somebody was playing the video game, college football. I mean, that's kind of what it, it seemed like. But uh, this spread is at six and a half. There's no reason to take an alternate spread. I don't think there's an alternate spread available on the book that I'm taking it. So take that for what it's worth. UNC minus six and a half. Uh, the next game is uh, the Vols versus Pitt minus six and a half. That's face value spread. Uh, and then the next one I have is Texas A&M's team total, 36 and a half versus App State. Um, you know, I saw the spread, I believe it was at 18 and a half and I just didn't love it. You know, I I mean the first week when they ended up playing their game at A&M and I was like, oh man, A&M is going to cover the spread. It was like 34 and a half. And, uh, yeah, they ended up not covering. I think the final spread was at like 28 and, uh, yeah, I was a bit upset about it because they easily could have on the last drive just ended the misery of that game and they didn't. So, I'm pretty confident they can score 37 points against App State if it's anything like the UNC game where there's back-to-back points. If App State's able to convert a few touchdowns here or there, I wouldn't be surprised if A&M, you know, it, it's a, I wouldn't be surprised if it's, if it's a tight game at halftime. You know, I mean, if it's about a 21-23 type game at halftime, I mean, it, more than likely that team total of 36.5 will hit in the second half because – Jimbo, he'll probably rip a new one in the in the locker room at, at halftime and be like, hey, let's crank it up a notch. And sure enough, that's they'll probably end that game around 42, 43 points, in my opinion. So uh, Texas A&M team total at 36.5. That was at minus 110. You can take that by itself if you'd like. But uh, carrying on with this risky seven-leg college football parlay, the next leg I have is Iowa, money line. The over-under is set at 39.5. Uh, it's leaning on the under at 39 and a half. You know, I I looked at the Cyclones here. There was a little bit of value there at plus 139 on the on the money line, but uh, I think Iowa can get it done. I believe it's at home for Iowa, uh, so I'm riding with Iowa on this one. There's a little bit more information on that, but uh, there's a you know a, a longer explanation, but I, I'd rather not get into it. So Iowa money line there. And then the last leg of the parlay is USC minus four and a half alternate spread. So that is the full seven leg parlay. I'll read it off again. Alabama alternate spread 13 and a half. Penn State minus 24 and a half. Georgia, Georgia State versus UNC. UNC minus six and a half. Vols minus six and a half versus Pitt. Texas A&M team total 36 and a half. Iowa money line over Iowa State. And then lastly, USC minus four and a half alternate spread versus Stanford. That seven-leg parlay pays out to $10 to pay out to $427. Odds are $4,272. Take that for what it's worth. Put a little bit more extra money on it if you'd like, but that's your seven-leg risky college football parlay. Now on to the NFL, but before we get to the NFL, let's cut to a quick break. Let me tell you about my friends over at SeatGeek. Yes, SeatGeek is a ticket company app I'd like to tell you about where you could buy any type of ticket on the market, concert, college football, NFL, hockey, basketball, whatever sporting event is in North America, by all means, go to it. You'll have a blast. But you're probably thinking, how am I supposed to go to a game when the ticket prices are so expensive? Well, let me tell you this. You can use my code, NFPOD, NFPOD, 
and you get $20 off your first purchase. Yes, $20 off. Isn't that crazy? Ticket prices are pretty expensive nowadays, but the best part about SeatGeek is that they have a ticket scale from 1 to 10. 1 being the worst, 10 being the best. And you'll see on their site, at 10, it'll be in green. You know what? Enjoy a nice night in the town, courtesy of the Nick Frazier podcast. Use the code NFPOD, NFPOD, for $20 off your first purchase. We'll be right back after this quick break. And welcome back, everybody, to the second half of the episode of the Nick Frazier podcast. Where it's time to get into the NFL. I mean, I think we've all been just yearning for this time of the NFL. It's been forever. Obviously, I will not be putting in the Thursday night game due to the fact that it's already completed and the Bills won by a, a good margin. So this is where I'm going with it. The NFP 1K parlay. It still pays out over $1,000, which is good. We'll get to that here in a little bit. But my NFL plays for the weekend, it's nothing too you know, crazy. Just like the college football three-leg parlay, it was pretty Pretty set in stone, but the good thing is the odds are better. This is a four-leg parlay, and it's 1126 That's basically what it is. That's the that's the odds here. So $10 can win you $112. Uh, you put $25 on it, it can win you $281. Take it for what you want. You could put your own units on it, however. Uh, but here's the four-leg parlay that I have for the plays of the weekend for the NFL. The Eagles minus 3.5 versus the Lions. With the new assets that the Eagles have acquired, one being A.J. Brown from the Tennessee Titans, uh, I just I don't see the Lions, you know, going forth the effort of, you know, beating the Eagles. I mean, don't get me wrong, Dan Campbell and that offense over there, they've kind of, I mean, you know, I try not to be biased when, you know, you say you watch the NFL hard knocks and how do you not pull for the underdog after watching that. But uh, personally, I'm not going to play any bias here, even though I do like the way Dan Campbell coaches. Uh, it's the fact that the talent is just not up to the same quality as the Eagles, for example, here. Uh, the line is at three and a half when I got it. It's now jumped up to four and a half. You can take the alternate spread at three and a half at minus 125. So that's probably what you can get it at. Um, yeah, I don't really like taking the three and a halves here. Normally, if it's two and a half, it's a field goal spread. Totally fine with it. But I really don't think it's going to be that close of a game. I want to say the Eagles win by maybe 10 points, maybe 14. Uh, a lot of people are probably think in their head, 10 to 14 points. Like, they should blow them out the water. I mean, yeah, they probably might. But to say on the safe side, like, I think 10 to 14 points might be the, the right, you know, margin to say there. Um... But as for the Eagles and the way their offense is loaded, you got Jalen Hurts, who's a very mobile quarterback, can run the ball, throw the ball. You know, you have A.J. Brown now, and then you got Devontae Smith, and you can't go wrong with taking the Eagles in this position at three and a half. So let's go with it. Take the Eagles. The next leg I have here would be the Baltimore Ravens going against the New York Jets. I believe Joe Flacco is starting for the Jets for the first four weeks. And uh, Lamar Jackson, if you haven't heard in recent news, did not agree to a contract extension with the Baltimore Ravens. So that only means that Lamar's playing for a big contract. So I wouldn't be surprised if he has a couple rushing touchdowns, a couple passing touchdowns to Mark Andrews this Sunday. So yeah, I would be taking, I will be taking the Ravens at minus six and a half on the spread. Uh, I'd probably jump on that before it jumps up to about seven and a half, eight and a half, because it seems like that line is only going up from here on out. The next leg I have is the Monday night game, the Broncos versus Seahawks. Now, this this is a no-brainer to me. Uh, I know a lot of people are on the Russell Wilson, let's ride, train wagon, all the above, but just 
think about the talent Russell Wilson brings to that Broncos offense and now having weapons around you that are, you know, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy. Um, some may look at, you know, KJ Hamler. Uh, I do. I think he's a great little asset there. You can't go wrong with the wide receiving core there as long as, you know, nobody gets hurt. But you also have to remember they have a backfield that can really support that offense as well. You have the former rookie, now as a sophomore start, uh, Javante Williams. And now you have Melvin Gordon returning, who's a, a well-seasoned vet, knows the offense. He's been there in Denver, loves it there. So I wouldn't I wouldn't see why not. This is a great no-brainer pick at six and a half. Uh, the Broncos to cover there on Monday Night Football. And lastly, the local pick here in Tennessee, your wonderful Tennessee Titans at five and a half going up against the New York Giants. Now, some people may think, oh man, the Giants might, they might come out pretty good. Saquon Barkley coming off his little uh, injury from last season, fully healthy. Well, you know, there's somebody else in Tennessee that's coming off a little bit of an injury. And uh, he's back fully healthy. Looks better than ever. Good old King, Derrick Henry. So I, I, I really do think the Titans have the run game going. I'm not going to be concerned whatsoever about this game. Now, as I say that, it could be a lot tighter than, than what it, it says here on the books. But five and a half seems like a comfortable little lead there. They'll, they could win by two field goals. That's kind of how I'm looking at it. That's the approach that I see here if it's at five and a half. Uh, but also, a little bit more in-depth about the Titans here. Yeah, Traylon Burks hasn't really panned out uh, from what people have seen. You know, there was that big asthma thing going on and uh, rookie mini camp. And then they get into, you know, camp here and going into the fall. And, yeah, I mean, he's gotten better. He's got control of this asthma, whatever. But I I wouldn't, you know, go too far in-depth with it. I think it's take it with a grain of salt and move on. But, you know, I mean, take it for what it's worth. I think personally, if you look at it, Robert Woods is the number one on the Titans offense. And then a sneaky pick I really like is Kyle Phillips. This kid's footwork is great. He lines up great in the slot. I wouldn't be surprised if he has one or two touchdowns in the first three games. I really wouldn't. And like for a guy like that to come in as a rookie, and I believe is a third, fourth round pick for the Titans, like to, I think that's a great steal in, in my opinion. So, you know, I wouldn't put too much pressure on Traylon Burks. You know, it's it's almost like there's more pressure on Kyle Phillips than there is Traylon Burks. That's how I look at it. I, I I look at Kyle Phillips on a higher pedestal than Traylon Burks. More, more. How do I put it? Uh, he has more weight on his shoulders to produce than Traylon Burks does. That's what I would like to see. I'd like to see more production out of Kyle Phillips than I would Traylon Burks. obviously we all would love your first round pick of Traylon Burks to be the best production you'll ever have for the next seven, eight years on the team. But personally, I think Kyle Phillips, he's going to have a lot of production. And if you have a lot of production in the slot, I mean, it takes off a lot of extra weight on your wide receiver one and your wide receiver two. Now I'm not going to say target him like 20 times a game. No, it's not no Cooper cup, but Hey, it could be, you never know. Uh, But yeah, that is the last pick of this safe four-leg. I'll read it out for you again. This four-leg NFL play parlay that I have, it is Eagles minus 3.5 versus the Lions, Ravens minus 6.5 versus the Jets, Broncos on Monday night minus 6.5 versus the Seahawks, and the Titans minus 5.5 against the Giants. That parlay total is 11.26. You put $10 on it, that wins you $112. Hey, you put $25 on it, that wins you 285 
So, hey, that's your safe four-leg NFL plays parlay of the week. Now getting into the last part of the podcast. Yes, the wonderful NFP 1K parlay. Yes, you put down $1 and it wins you $1,000 or even more. You never know. If you included the Buffalo Bills in that 1K parlay, which you probably wouldn't have because there was no episode, it probably could have paid out to about $2,500 just on a dollar. So now let's get into the NFP 1K parlay and I'll go... Pretty quick through it. I'll try to. But the first game I have is the Bengals. Alternate spread minus two and a half. It is versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. And uh, I just, I, I like the value here. The Steelers have quite a bit to prove in my opinion. I don't think uh, they're fully ready yet to, uh, you know, take them at, at whatever face value is for spread. I believe it's like six and a half, five and a half. Uh, so I just didn't feel comfortable with the Bengals there. So I took it at minus two and a half. It was minus 220. Uh, it's not great to take for just a single bet. So I put it in the 1K parlay, obviously. The Eagles minus three and a half. I already explained. The Colts minus seven and a half versus the Houston Texans. We all know Jonathan Taylor's track record versus the Houston Texans. And this just seems like a no brainer at this point. So Colts minus seven and a half there. Ravens minus six and a half. The Dolphins money line. The Browns money line, I got that at plus 100 when, when making the 1K parlay. It's now at minus 112 for the money line, so might want to jump on that. Uh, the next leg I have is the Las Vegas Raiders versus the Los Angeles Chargers over 52.5. That one's a bit dicey. It's minus 106. It could happen. I have a good feeling it will happen just because of the offensive production on each side of the ball. Uh, I'm really kind of predicting this game to be more of a shootout than a defensive style game. The next leg I have is the Titans minus five and a half. Uh, Chiefs minus five and a half against the Cardinals. A lot of people have been on the fence about this one, but personally, I think Sky Moore is going to get a lot of production. Juju Smith-Schuster is going to get a lot of production. And then obviously Travis Kelsey is going to excuse me get a lot of production. And a lot of people keep forgetting, hey, this is Patrick Mahomes just because they don't have Tyreek Hill. It doesn't matter. I really do think this offense reloaded this offseason, even without having the cheetah on offense. So uh, Chiefs minus five and a half there. Packers money line, I'm a bit hesitant there, but I really do think, you know, a, a well-seasoned Aaron Rodgers doesn't have much to throw to besides Sammy Watkins, Alan Lazard, and then personally, I think Aaron Jones and fantasy is going to be phenomenal this year. And I think he's just going to be great on, you know, player prop bets this year. I think he's going to have a touchdown once every other week, honestly, maybe two, two touchdowns one week and then not have one another week. So uh, I think Aaron Jones might have a touchdown in this game and I'll get to a special touchdown parlay in a little bit. But I also have on this one, Bucks minus two and a half on the spread versus the Cowboys on Sunday night. And then to top it all off is the Broncos minus six and a half versus the Seattle Seahawks on Monday night. So I will run through that NFP 1K parlay again. And for the NFP 1K parlay, it is a 12 leg $1 to win $1,351.92. Here's your NFP 1K parlay of the week. Bengals alternate spread minus two and a half. Eagles minus three and a half, Colts minus seven and a half, Ravens minus six and a half, Dolphins money line, Browns money line, Las Vegas Raiders, Los Angeles Chargers over 52 and a half, Titans minus five and a half, Chiefs minus five and a half, Packers money line, Bucks minus two and a half, 
and the Broncos minus six and a half. Again, that is your NFP 1K parlay. Put down a dollar, it'll win you $1,300 for the NFP 1K parlay. Now, a little special, little player prop parlay, touchdown parlay. I think this is a safe bet. You could put $10 down to win $83, or you put $25 down to win you $207. Take it for what you want, uh, but the four-leg parlay is Jonathan Taylor, touchdown, Travis Kelsey, touchdown, Lamar Jackson, touchdown, and Aaron Jones, touchdown. Yes, that is a four-leg parlay. This is your touchdown parlay of this week one. Again, it is Jonathan Taylor, Travis Kelsey, Lamar Jackson, and Aaron Jones, all to get an anytime touchdown this week one for the NFL season opener. And ladies and gentlemen, that's about it for this Nick Frazier podcast. I know I didn't really do any uh, Nashville, you know, local stuff, but, you know, Vandy's off to a great start. You know, there's a lot of great football on. Nashville SC is having a bit of a secondary stretch in their season. Uh, Hani Mukhtar is playing out of his mind. Easily an MVP nomination there. Uh, Could Nashville SC make it back to another semifinal or MLS Cup run? I mean, it's possible. I'd highly recommend going out to Geodis Park. Geodis Park is a phenomenal place to go visit and watch a game. I've been there and covered a few games. Been there as a spectator. It is great. If you're able to get a club level ticket, you can find them on SeatGeek for you know around 180 bucks, 150 bucks. But hey, if you use the code NFPOD, MFPOD, that narrows it down a little bit. It brings down your ticket price. So you might want to check that out. You get a lot of bang for your buck. You get a, I think unlimited food, unlimited drinks. Uh, it's a really neat experience. If you want to take a friend of yours, some of your kids, whatever, highly recommend doing it. And as for the Titans this year. Ticket prices are pretty expensive. Like I said before, hop over to SeatGeek, use the code, get a little extra price off. Uh, but yeah, that's all I have on this episode of the Nick Frazier Podcast. And don't forget to like, comment, subscribe this episode. Share with a friend, family member, whoever. But also don't forget to follow on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Google, whatever other platform you listen to your podcast on. And uh, make sure to follow the Instagram page as well, at the Nick Frazier Podcast. That's where you can catch all the picks that I talk about on the podcast. Also, exclusive content in between episodes. Follow in between episodes. You can go to Instagram, follow at the Nick Frazier Podcast. Yeah, go share with a few friends. Appreciate it. Have a great one. See you on the next episode. Peace.